The flames are starting to feel the heat as we roll into the final days of the preseason. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me here today as we tackle the nine remaining days of uh, preseason hockey. And I'm so excited to be here with you every single day. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, on YouTube as well. <sighs> today, we are going to be talking about the roster taking form, who's stood out, which players should be lighting a fire under some other competitions, but, and of course we got to talk news and notes because it's Monday. There is plenty to talk about, but let's dive right in. The Flames take on the Jets tonight and, um, you know, there's only three preseason games left. Most of this roster is, you know, starting to take shape, starting to thin itself out. You're seeing the lines take shape. You're looking at some potentially some experimentation, some creativity. We talked a lot about that word last week and how Mark Savard and uh, Ryan Huska are looking to use that to their advantage. And right now is the perfect time to experiment, right? You're comfortable with your roster. You know who works well where. You've tried different things. And now, why not try it in-game? I mean, it, it doesn't hurt <laughs> to shift some regulars around. And what if unlocking, you know, making this change unlocks a whole new side and a new offensive game that wasn't there before? But tonight's lines are um, the top line. This one's interesting to me. It's Huberto, Lindholm, and Mangiapane. Really like that. And then you have Razichka, Kadri, and Dubé. You have Sharon Govich, Backlund, and Coronado, with the fourth line being Coleman, Schwint, and Hunt. That That's a little, little shaky right there, right? That's a little uh, shake-up. Your defensive pairings are Uyghur and Anderson, Hannafin and Tanev, uh, Zadorov and Osterley and Markstrom and Wolf are your goaltenders, and your extras are Nick, D. Simone, and Salyov. And it's it's just fun to switch it up. I think that, like I mentioned, it's a time to find new things, and you know they don't have to be the permanent lines, obviously, but they can be something that again you fall back on. We've talked a lot about falling back on what you know, but also just kind of having that plan B because last year it looked like plan B was Lucic on the second line with Kadri and I forget who was on that second right wing. Was it? It wasn't Mangiapane, but whoever it was, regardless. <laughs> having Lucic up there was not working. It just, it you have to find things that actually work and have the sustainability I guess is the word uh and the potential to work out and 
have it be a good fit for plan B because, you know, Sharon Govich is absolutely one of those players that you can kind of shift up and down the lineup very much like a Dylan Dubé. I think that they're both utility players in a sense where you put them where you need them and, and they get the job done. They'll, they'll serve their purpose. And if, you know, they'll obviously produce. I think Sharon Govich is more of a producer than Dubé at the moment. But I, I don't I don't hate that we're trying these new things. I think it's just the perfect time to really experiment. And you know that that top line, Huberto Lindholm and Sharon Govich, has been working. So why not put an established... Calling Mangiapane a veteran feels so odd. <laughs> I remember covering his first NHL season. But yes, so putting an established Flames player up on that right wing is great. And that really gives him a chance to find his game again. After having such a down year last year because of his injury, this gives him the opportunity to, you know, play at that top line level, those top level, uh, top line minutes. And he also brings that two-way game that Elias Lindholm has as well. So you're kind of shifting responsibilities as well and spreading them out. So it's not just on Lindholm. So it's exciting. I think that you can look at this and, you know, you don't need to panic. (laughs) You really don't, like... Some people I feel like, I mean, I'm guilty of this. I'm seeing something for the first time being like, why why are we running with that? That makes no sense. It's not permanent. This isn't a tattoo. <laughs> this isn't like anything that serious. And you have to get creative in order to win. We've talked all about that here on the show. And the Flames coaches have talked about it at nauseum. It's only October 2nd, and they have talked about finding new ways to win because they certainly could not find them last year. And so what? Just have fun with it. Who cares? Not who cares, but just go out there, have fun. There's also the flu going around the Jets locker room. Uh, A few players are out. A few of the big names are out, too, actually. And I'm not entirely fond of that. Because we aren't even to the start of the season yet. And maybe we don't play a preseason game and potentially expose the other team and to the flu. <laughs> and ravage their lineup. Because the Flames were patient zero uh, 2021 after they went to Boston. So... It's not very fun. You don't want to be. You don't want to be that guy. But it's going to be a good game. I think it's. There are players that we're going to talk about next here that really are going to be going for it and hoping that this is their chance to make the roster and prove that they deserve that chance. And we're going to talk about that coming up next. But before we do that, I do want to take a quick break here and talk to you about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up 
to its peak performance. From superchargers, superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only eligible for U.S. customers. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around with me here on Locked on Flames. Make sure you're following me on Twitter, at Jess Belmosto. I'm going to be pumping out some more content on top of the podcast, which I'm very excited about. And I'm also very excited about, have liked what we've seen from a majority of these players, right? No, I haven't looked at anyone in camp and been like, why exactly did you get a shot at NHL training camp? You know, I think everyone has earned their spot, especially if they're still here. There's a reason for that. I was reading an article today on the Flames website about the young players and Huska had to say the following. It was very evident how hard the young guys work. That's what we need out of everybody. They were skating and they were pressuring and they were forcing people into mistakes. That's what you need to do. You cannot be the ones forced into mistakes, but you have to be the one forcing mistakes. And I think that it's so great to hear a coach recognize that. That's what they're doing. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to see that, but I feel like when, at least for me, when someone points something small like that out I can like catch it more in games and it it's more on my radar than it would have been before and it's just it's one of those small things that you just have to keep an eye on and like I mentioned before there have been so many impressive prospects and AHLers I am shocked at Dryden Hunt's performance I really didn't see him as an NHL potential. I thought that we would just kind of see him do his little thing in uh, training camp and then go down to the Wranglers. I mean, we could still see that, but he's putting up a, a really good fight. I've I've been impressed and I don't want to write him off yet, but just based on his history, patterns, I, it's, I don't know if it's going to be something that is a long-term solution. Connor Zari and Jamie Poirier have both exceeded my expectations. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Jamie Poirier came into the preseason. <laughs> Jamie Poirier has came, came into the preseason with an injury and that kept him out of the Young Stars Classic tournament. So, you know, we didn't know the extent of the injury if he was kind of still where he was in his recovery and towards the tail end and was he ready so getting to see him play in I, the game last week he looked he looked good i i've liked what we've seen from him the game in practice like him just playing one game I, like i know the bar is kind of low here but it's nice to see that he played a good game 
after ha missing a good chunk of preseason because he had an injury. <laughs> so it's one of those things that, you know, everyone's kind of on their own timeline here. And I'm not going to sit here and say Connor Zari should be having the same kind of camp as Matt Coronado. They are two different players on two very different timelines. Zari is catching up to Coronado, but that doesn't mean really... It's not a knock to Zari. I think that Zari has played really well. And we talked, I believe we talked about it earlier this summer, actually. He was one of the players that kind of had to prove himself just because he was a first round draft pick back in 2020. And he's had some struggles with injuries and maintaining that offensive presence. But he has done a really good job. Again, preseason is preseason. We all know this. But to see what some of these players have evidently, like very clearly been working on, it's it's refreshing. It's good to see players take positive strides, right? Again, I don't think all of this is sustainable. I don't think all of this is going to necessarily translate to the NHL at its full potential just yet, but we're getting there. I think Connor Zari absolutely deserves a look for an NHL spot. I think that Dryden Hunt does as well. I think Jimmy Poirier, because he did miss a little bit of time, get called when he's ready and when the Flames are ready, but with Jacob Pelletier being out for some time, we don't indefinitely. You really hope that this is the opportunity for one of these young guys to step up and take that spot and go off, make up for what's missing there, right? I really like what we've seen from Cole Schwinn. I think, so he was the prospect that came over in the Matthew Kachuk trade. And he he's had the good performances down in uh you know, the AHL, but to see him go out there like every shift and play and play the way that he has, I, I like what we're seeing. I hope that he does get a shot at the NHL this year. I'm sure he will at some point. Adam Rosicka, can we just put this man on the NHL roster? He absolutely deserves it. He has proven himself by slotting into that lineup night after night last year when things were not going well and making the most of it for himself, but also his line mates. I love what we see from this team when he is on the ice. He is an integral part of this team's success. I'm booking that right now for this season. And I hope that he does have that spot, not penciled in, but penned in. Matthew Coronado, he is coming for everyone's jobs, okay? He is fast. He can shoot. He has a great hockey IQ. He deserves a fair shot at the NHL. And I'm not saying here, just throw him to the wolves and say, here you go, you're not, go you're not seeing the AHL, bud. Good luck. No. You have to have him in the lineup in order to really get those reps and continue this kind of talent. And I don't think anyone is expecting him to play a, a full season in the NHL. I don't even think that was really an expectation for Pelts either. So why, why would it be here? But I do think that having him play, you know, some time in the NHL will do great for his development because... I believe that those skills that he has will carry over. It is just a matter of him practicing and getting them in 
to an actual NHL game. And as the preseason closes and winds down, you're seeing more NHL-like rosters. So this isn't like the first game where the Flames blew the doors off of the AHL Canucks. There's a difference. So I'm really excited to see how he does tonight as well. And having him in the lineup kind of really reminds these... You call them older guys, but they're like really not that old. <laughs> Some of these veteran players that, hey, if you're not going to do it, this kid will. And sometimes that's what players need to get that fire going and to find that motivation within themselves. So I'm certainly excited to see how each of these guys just blossom. And another player that I've really been liking again is Salyov. Uh just because he he's been given chance after chance. Salyov has been given every opportunity this camp and he is one that hasn't he's kind of, he was kind of the sleeper here. I didn't expect him to have the performance that he's having um on the blue line, but he you know, obviously the coaches really like what they're seeing from him. And it's great that he's still hanging out <laughs> and with this NHL roster, basically. I think that, I mean, we don't know what's going on with Oliver Shillington. We don't know how long he may be out for. And I really still wishing him nothing but the best. Always will. Um, but you have to start pondering you know, those next steps in case he's not coming back. You just, you can't just run your hockey team based on hope and possibilities. Coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with some news and notes. We're going to talk about the Trevor Zegris extension. We are going to talk all about, I mean, really, the Flames, too. We're going to talk about Kevin Rooney's injury update and what former Flame was released from a PTO that kind of sent everyone uh, scratching their head. But before we do that, I do want to take a quick second here to talk to you about my friends at AG1. I gave AG1 a shot because I was so tired of taking a fistful of vitamins, multivitamins, and a probiotic. Uh, every morning. I just wanted one one simple thing to keep my, my body going good and cover all my bases, and that is AG1. I drink AG1 in the morning before I head to work, and it makes me feel like I have gas in the tank. I'm good to go for the day. I have, you know, the clarity that I need to do my job at the best level, and I just, I truly wake up put a scoop in my glass of water, stir it up, and mix it while I'm making my lunch, while I'm getting ready. And before I've left the house, I am really all set for uh, just starting my day off right. And AG1 is a micro habit that delivers macro benefits and helps just about everybody take care of their health every day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. 
go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. Thanks, everyone, for hanging around with me here on Locked on Flames. It is wonderful to be here for season four. If you've been here for a while, thank you so much for sticking around through the um, the bad, not so good days of the show where we were still learning. And I'm so happy to have everyone here, new or returning listeners. It's it's always fun to see. It's not about the numbers, but it's cool to see the audience grow. And I love talking with you guys. I, I just tweeted before recording that I love doing the news and notes segments because it's basically just like a little gossip hour here. You get 10 minutes of me just, you know, reading the headlines and some tabloids. But unfortunately, this weekend, uh, the sports world did lose two very important people. And that would be Chris Snow whose legacy will live on forever within the Flames organization, as well as at Syracuse University and with the Boston Red Sox. He is someone that will be remembered forever, and Flames just need to put Snowy in the rafters. It's it's only fair. And of course, on top of that, the Red Sox and baseball world lost uh, Tim Wakefield, what horrible, horrible weekend in terms of that. I mean, it's so unfortunate. Uh, Tim Wakefield really uh, was a staple <laughs> to my childhood and being a baseball fan. I will never forget the 2003 home run he gave up to Aaron Boone. That is something that still haunts me 20 years later. And he... I had the absolute pleasure of meeting him through his Wakefield Warrior Project, which was for uh, kids in the hospital. And he, either he would go visit them or you would get to meet him at a Red Sox game. And I was able to meet him at the Red Sox game. And I actually met Johnny Pesky on my way into this uh, meet and greet. And it was just a lot for <laughs> 11 year old Jess to wrap her head around. But I look back on it with so much gratitude. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, you you realize you're very fortunate to get to have. And he did a lot for Franciscan's Hospital. And I spent a lot of summers at um, Franciscan's Hospital in Boston. And just having his impact there really, it made me feel less alone during those times. And it's, I'm so thankful and absolutely heartbroken for his family and just rest in, honestly, both of them. I hope both resting in the sweetest of peace. Uh, they deserve it. And to kind of transition into something a little more exciting, uh, Trevor Zegris signed his three-year extension today with the or it was announced today he signed it with the Anaheim Ducks uh there weren't any financial terms uh announced and of course Elliot Friedman had those figures ready to go 5.75 for three years found it very interesting that they didn't do a long-term deal I wonder what's going on there I wish someone just offer sheeted him 
I wish someone did it. That would have been so funny. I was waiting for Nashville to do it, honestly. But, I mean, hey, congrats on another three years in Southern California. And Nick Ritchie was released from his PTO with St. Louis. And this was a little surprising. Now, I'm not saying Nick Ritchie is this NHL star or anything, but he provides something to the lineup. I mean, hey, if you need him to go out there uh, during a shootout, he can absolutely cover your butt there. And I I just thought that St. Louis would have, you know, signed him to something. I think that, I mean, you need bodies to fill out a roster, and he's not an expensive player by any means, obviously, but I am interested to see if anyone that is not named the Calgary Flames go in the direction of signing him to like a one-year deal, uh, one-year two-way contract. I don't see why not, but the NHL is one heck of a league, so we'll see how it, how this all plays out. Thank you, everyone, so much for hanging out with me today on Locked on Flames. I cannot believe that this is my fourth season hosting this show. From everyone thinking they were going to blow up the core of Sean Monaghan, Gio, Kachuk, and Gaudreau, to having none of those players on this team. We, we've done it. We have... Lived through it all here in the last four years, uh, four seasons on Lockdown Flames. And I will be back tomorrow with uh, probably some more roster updates and hopefully some good news regarding quite literally anything else. Because this has been such an emotionally um, not so good week, I think, for a lot of sports fans. Um, those affected by... The loss of Chris Snow and Tim Wakefield, and um, it's it's a lot. And I hope everyone knows that uh, my DMs are open on Twitter. You know, if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm happy to chat, even if it's just about hockey or music, pop culture, whatever. I'm here. I, I love to hear other people's takes on things, and obviously, I love to hear myself talk. So. You know where to find me, right at Jess Belmosto. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube as well. And I will see you all tomorrow.